This Mike Leach, the Mississippi State edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast, is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is your home for the NFL playoffs. Use the promo code SGP and get up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use code SGP. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500 on your next deposit. Remember, that's code SGP, and you can get a deposit bonus up to $500 only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast, exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Howdy, Sean. Howdy. Howdy. Indeed. Did, Ryan. Can, can we pull back the curtain a little bit? Sure. Pull it uh, back. Bring Colby on first. First. Yeah. Uh, joining us for this uh, Mike Leach special edition podcast, Colby Dan, AKA the database himself. Hey guys, how are we? Sean, we need an we actual curtain that we can pull back when yeah. we bring Colby on. Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe we when we finally get that intern, we can do the uh the Sunday night football pan to Colby like Chris <laughs> Collinsworth. Uh or he slides in like a <laughs> <laughs> like he's sliding in the back door. I, I wanna I, let's pull back the curtain because this content train, it's starting to debilitate my life. Yeah. Sean, I'm sitting here. We recorded the NFL picks podcast less than 12 hours ago. Yep. You're already re- uh, regretting your Tennessee Titans pick. Not me, baby. <laughs> Tighten up. I'm still, I'm still on board. Uh, I'm on board too, man. Uh, uh, listen, I love the fact that we could possibly have a Super Bowl media week overtaken by a story of a head coach wanting to cut off his dick. <laughs> Mike Bravel. At that, at this point, that's all I want. That's all I want. Anyway, college football. Yes. Is what we're here to talk about. Exactly. Sean's going to put some music on. This Mike Leach special edition interview. So excited, as always, to talk to Coach Leach. You want to get in on uh, Mississippi State win totals? They're not posted yet, but they will be coming up over at mybookie.ag. Of course, we gave you, uh, well, Ryan and I, I don't know about Colby, but we gave you the winner to the national championship, LSU minus <laughs> five and the under. Got both those numbers at mybookie.ag. Of course, NFL playoffs, man. KC, Tennessee. Then you got Green Bay, San Francisco. It's conference championship weekend. So much football, so much action. You can get it all over at mybookie.ag and you use that uh, promo code SGP, get up to $1,000. In bonus bets, because over at mybookie.ag, they help you play, win, and get paid. I still told my clients that LSU would win the game. So if you listened to me and took it on the money line, there you go. You're good. <laughs> Bragging about giving out that minus two hundred uh, money line play. Does the Colby database did. have an alter ego named Vegas Dave? <laughs> this mega whale play. Are, are you, it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Which, which by the way, I don't want to get sidetracked into the world of touts. 
Yes. Sean, we need a tout sound drop. That that's something mm. we got to figure out. But uh Vegas Dave, you see this controversy? No. He's claiming that all of these posts of his horrible picks Yes, are people photoshopping? Oh, okay. His letterhead onto bad. Really? Because I watched that action documentary when he took the Chargers to win <laughs> in in Foxborough, right? <laughs> I'm like, what? That anyway. was unbelievable. San Diego <laughs> Super Chargers charge. Well, Ryan, you're talking about touts, and uh, I'm a tout when it comes to DraftKings.com. Because I won two hundred thousand dollars, and you could be like me. I know what you're thinking. Oh, I can. Can I really be like Sean? Yes. I'm here to inspire you, inspire you and your chance to possibly win up to a million dollars, $750,000. They have huge prizes over there. And uh, if you deposit now using the promo code SGP, you got a free shot this weekend at 750 grand, much better than my measly 200 grand that I won over at DraftKings.com. Mm. And <laughs> if you've already, if you've already said, Hey, Sean can do it. Why can't I do it? You've already joined DraftKings. What's in it for you? What's in it for you in this read? I'll tell you. New and existing users no. get a deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Some extra cash to play throughout the playoffs over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We have tons of free lineups, tons of analysis. We got we got actual data going on. It's a professional operation we got, and uh, say the same things over at DraftKings.com. Get that app now. Use the promo code SGP again. New and existing users get a deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. And new, uh, new users, like I said, first time you get a free shot at over seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on your first deposit. Promo code SGP. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Twenty five x play through eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Sean, I got an idea for you. Yes. As we were talking about these data, this data, these data, these these flow charts, data, data. You say data, I say data. Uh, Sean, we need uh, all these DFS guys. They have their system, mm-hmm. right? They have their models. They use data. I think you need to come to the come to the table and just create a splash in the industry with your gut, <laughs> my your gut, gut model? model of of handicapping da- daily fantasy lineups. And you told people anyone could be like you. Yes. I, I, I don't know about that, Sean. As you say all the time, if you're not throwing up plates, you're nothing like Sean stacking <laughs> that money green. Well, now, so. I, now I use the E gym over at uh, over at Gold's Gym, and they don't have plates. It's a it's a resistance thing with some hydraulic press, <laughs> but it's been great for my lats <laughs> and my delts. Have you been back to the Walgreens lately? Yeah, oh, right. well, Colby, clearly you missed it. Uh, right around Christmas, I went back to the Walgreens, and oh, no, no, uh, I, I think I think we we discussed this, but I was wondering if you've been back. You're talking where you said you told the guy Merry Christmas, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you did hear that. I haven't been back to Walgreens since, but I I hang out in that parking lot. Keep an eye out for one. It's a new year, man. (laughs) (laughs) My new year's resolution was not to lose it. I almost lost it at the guy guarding the uh, ruffles chips at the Anthony Davis event, but I didn't. Cooler heads prevailed. And no more possums. I'm just. I got. I'm curious about I your life right now. I haven't had a meltdown in 2020. I'm keeping that streak alive. No meltdowns in the new. Thousands decade. of people across the country are tuning in to listen to Mike Leach and Colby wants a personal Sean Green <laughs> life update. That, okay. Anything else you want to ask Sean about? You know, he didn't answer the possible question. I think he's got his right. low T under control. Oh, dude. He's low T is getting, not my problem, right? He's getting boners I have an again. Abundant amount of tea. Uh, no last. Tea. Month he told he taught all of our <laughs> listeners how to make their dick twenty percent longer. Well, that's just that's just basic math over at Manscaped.com. You, I mean, think about it. If you're doing.
in landscaping, you clear 20% of <laughs> brush around a tree. The tree looks taller without you the know, tree. Actually my, my, uh, my gardener, uh, Luis comes by. I don't say take it all the way down. I say, take it, take it, <laughs> take it down to 20, take it down 20%. I don't want to kill the grass. You know, yeah. I, don't want, I don't want the neighbors looking at me funny <laughs> a little off the side. All right. Enough messing around. Let's get to the Mike Leach interview. Joining us on the line, newly minted head coach of Mississippi State football, Mike Leach. Mike, how goes it right now trying to put your staff together? Well, you know, it's always busy and you got to make the best decisions you can, get the right guys. And, uh, and you know, I mean, that's what's important and that's what's going to help move the needle. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and it's always hectic too because, uh, you know, everybody's got a variety of things that they need in their life or where they're from, family, all that. So yeah, a lot you're of just looking for the best fit that makes, uh, put, uh, that uh, helps make you the best team, you know, round things out. I know uh, you're, you just left uh, Pullman, had a great run over there in Pullman. Everyone wants to know, will Bigfoot be found uh, you down there to Mississippi state? Is there any sort of transfer rule? Does he, does he have to sit out a year? What's going on with Bigfoot? I would like to think that Bigfoot would migrate down there. I would like to think, uh, you know, uh, send a nephew or a cousin down there to tend to us because uh, we definitely would not uh, want to go without Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, if you if you can rock Bigfoot, well, if he he's a part of the program, you want him to continue his legacy even in the SEC. He seems like a great. Uh, great athlete to well, fit in. And at great, the SEC. great news. I did a little research, did a little digging on the old interweb. Turns out there have been a number of large footprints found in the marshes of Mississippi. So I have a <laughs> feeling he has some relatives down there. He will, he will be visiting. I'll tell you, it was outstanding. So at Washington state, we had this gigantic Bigfoot uh, costume, you know, that was like seven feet tall. And we, uh, you know, framed it out and made it so it'd stand and we move it around the building. So <laughs> he'd be looking out a different window from time to time, you know? Oh, I, we know, we know it's actually coach. I, I'm sure you don't follow me on Instagram, but it's one of the few pictures I've posted <laughs> on Instagram, me with your very own Bigfoot. So very memorable experience in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have, you gotta have Bigfoot. Gotta embrace the local legend. <laughs> now coach, uh, I'm curious air raid in the sec. What it hasn't happened in a while, right? I mean, what, since you were at Kentucky, it would be the last time I think there was an air raid at in the sec. And now you're joining the sec West where you're going to be going up against, you know, the national champion, uh, LSU tigers and Saban and, and, and Auburn and a and M. So I'm cu- I'm curious, are you going to make any adjustments like to uh, maybe traditionally what you were doing at Washington state to what you're doing now at, at Mississippi state? Well, we'll look at the players. We'll see what our players uh, are able to do because you always want guys to uh, put them in a position to do what they do best. And, uh, you know, that's uh, ultimately we uh, what, what we want to do. But the thing is, as far as uh, kind of the core scheme, uh, yeah, we'll continue to do that. Uh, you know, air raid concepts are all over the NFL nowadays. And, uh, and with rare exception for the last uh, 10 years, the teams, the Super Bowl run an air raid concept. So yeah, we'll definitely continue that. And then, uh, but you know, there's different, uh, 
teams have different qualities, different tendencies, different abilities, and you try to feature that. So you might feature different plays, different players, you know, just kind of depending on uh, what you got going. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, definitely. And uh, Mike, uh, my, uh, my wife, actually, she got me your book, uh, Geronimo leadership strategies of an American warrior. Love it. Great read. Uh, if anyone hasn't checked it out, highly recommend. It's a good mix of Apache history mixed with like how you can kind of incorporate that into your life as a leader. I know you just tweeted out a uh, a cool little quote about the art of war and how that uh, impacts air raid offense, or that's your pin tweet. How does uh you know what you've learned from the Apache and studying them? How does that impact your coaching philosophy? Well, you know they uh, they were great at uh, utilizing all the resources they had. They did a really good job of, uh, you know, whatever few resources they had, uh, uh, making the most out of them because they 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 were outnumbered, outgunned, uh, and you know, of course, in, in the end, uh, five thousand troops were chasing uh, under two hundred Apaches, who they never did catch. Uh, the Apaches got tired of running after a while, uh, <laughs> after about, yeah, oh, this was years. I mean, went on for, for years and years, nearly 10. And then, um, depending where you start or end it. And, uh, then of course they, um, they finally got tired of running and, uh, but it was the most formidable, uh, uh, group of native Americans that eventually broke uh, captain crook, uh, who was the greatest Indian fighter in history. And then, uh, uh, but anyway, you just keep plugging away. It's like, anytime you think you have a tough day, anytime you think that you can't do something, then you look at Geronimo and it kind of elevates your uh, point of view and your potential. And, um, but no, it's an honor to write that book. uh, and I was thrilled to have the chance to do that. Um, we've written a book uh, on my path into coaching, uh, Swing Your Sword, uh, and we self-published it, and it ended up on the on the, the fifth on the New York Times bestseller list. So on the strength of that, had the opportunity to write the book on Geronimo. So it was a good deal. Yeah, that I mean, do you ever sit back and look at kind of your? Uh your coaching history. Cause I, I mean, well, you started at age 15 coaching, uh, coaching baseball, I read, and you've just kind of bounced around and had this long coaching journey. Do you ever sit back and go, Oh man, I can't believe I started out, you know, talking uh Cal poly O line. And now I'm head coach of a sec program. Ah, shoot, maybe I ought to, I, I don't <laughs> cause I'm kind of, preoccupied with the next step, the next day, the next item, you know, and, uh, heck at the, you know, I, after the bowl, I had a pretty good vacation going. So I screwed that entire thing up and, <laughs> and now I couldn't, couldn't be more excited to go to Mississippi state and see how much noise we can make with those cowbells and our players and our team. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever get to the point where you're where you're burned out on the cowbell, or is it just so fun to ring that you can't stop? You know, in the wor- in the words of Will Ferrell and uh, Christopher Walken, you just need more cowbell. I think I think that's true. I think you need more cowbells, <laughs> and I think that 
it's an outstanding tradition and um and I was conscious of it, but there are literally cowbells everywhere <laughs> in uh in Starkville and uh among the Mississippi State faithful and you know, they'll have a number on the shelf and you know they're like trophies and different people remember different things and uh no it's a great great uh tradition it's probably the best thing the sec ever did was unbanning the cowbell kudos <laughs> to the sec now you talk exactly you talk about the history over at uh, mississippi state i know you go uh way back with coach uh, jackie Sherrill. there's a there's this legendary story where uh jackie Sherrill took his team and they actually watched a bull get castrated uh, before a uh, big game, they ended up winning the game twenty-eight ten versus Texas. Do you have anything in mind to <laughs> cut out of the box inspiration uh, methods or or things to kind of rally the troops that you're already planning for this season? Well, we're certainly looking forward to um, as an educational institution. We're looking forward to um, allowing our players to experience. Uh, as many uh, educational demonstrations as they can, whether it's to the ag department or other departments around campus. And, uh, you know, because uh, I think that's what, uh, that's what higher education is all about to edify the masses and make sure that uh, uh, people uh, live fulfilling lives and uh, elevate society with what they learn. Exactly. There we go. And and kind of even staying in that same path, uh, former Mississippi State coach uh, Emery Bellard, he's created with uh, inventing the wishbone formation. I know you've talked about it before about the wishbone being connected to the air raid, or at least uh, what what's the connection there as far as offensive strategies? Well, Emery Bellard, I think, is one of the, the greatest coaches that America has ever produced. Um, and he, he created the wishbone and, um, and you know, the wishbone has a lot of misdirection, but I think the thing that I was most impressed with the wishbone is, um, uh, that I was most impressed with the wishbone was that everybody touched the ball, all the skill positions touched the ball. And as they're running the triple option, they're able to layer the field some too, if, uh, if that's what the defense gives them. So I've always been impressed with it. When I was um, first started coaching, the wishbone was very prevalent. There were uh, a number of wishbone teams. I guess the, the uh, Air Force was really running it, but um, uh, even then. But uh, um, Oklahoma was winning national championships with it, and so it did have an influence as we put together the air raid. Um, because uh, one is that uh, it stretched the field, so we thought that was important. The second thing was that all the skill players touched the ball, so it did have an influence. And then, you know, uh, trying to stretch the field and put the ball in people's hands, and it was the team how to do it, you know. Yeah, similar, similar in the way that the air raid, like you said, spreads it out. Everyone touches the ball. The the wishbone was kind of like that, just on the ground with the running game, spreading people out. Uh, you know, getting the uh, mismatches there when it comes to, yeah, just running the ball versus uh, <laughs> versus uh, throwing the ball all over the place. Well, and Sean, we'd be remiss because much like the wishbone and the air raid, 
checkers is all about flanking your opponent. And exactly. I don't know if you know this coach Leach, but the checkers hall of fame is in Mississippi. Do you have any plans to visit and pay homage to the great checkers hall of fame? <laughs> I probably will. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a great place to have a, a hall of fame for checkers and everybody likes checkers and of all the games that exist other than a little rule here or a rule there that somebody tries to slip in on you. Um, nearly everybody knows how to play checkers. So I think it's a pretty universal game. And um, I didn't know that there were checker tournaments and things, but uh, maybe one day I'll have to go watch one. Now, there's the retirement plan right there. Exactly. Now, now, now coach Leach, I know you used to coach high school baseball, right? Uh, have you, have you followed the story on the Houston Astros and Boston Red Sox, essentially, you know, getting caught for cheating. And I was wondering, uh, had you ever encountered that? And uh, do you think it happens in football in college football, at least like stealing signs, Uh, stealing signals? Oh yeah. I think it does. I think it does. I mean, that's why there's the legislation on filming and stuff like that. And I've actually heard of teams that do and, know of teams that did and uh and then nowadays you'll see guys that have uh three or four players with uh baseball caps on and one of them's supposed to be the the one that uh you know the, the signs that count you see people hold up signs to try to confuse folks you'll see um oh nowadays a couple teams will uh have shower curtains where they're trying to cover up the signal caller as he goes. Um, did, did you guys do that? Uh, at Wazoo? Yeah, I, I get a kick out of these guys covering their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, that, and I realize most of the NFL does it. And I also have a lot of friends that do it, but I think one of the most absurd and pretentious things ever is that covering your mouth stuff. <laughs> I think that is a virtual waste of time. I think that's paranoia personified. Yeah. The idea that the NFL or college football have lip readers that are like standing by <laughs> live that can read your lips and then transmit the signal in time. Why not just worry about tackling, wrapping up the fundamentals instead of lip reading? Well, yeah. So they're going to have a lip reader up there. Who's going to be like Ralphie on Christmas story, <laughs> um, decoding, uh, the message he's going to, you know, on the lip reader to the guy that's up top of the booth, he's going to say, okay, they're this. No, they're that. Okay. It's that. Yeah, it's definitely that. And then they're going to do this and then they're going to do that. Then they're going to do the other thing thereby. Um, the guy in the booth tells the guy through the headset on the field that that's what they're going to do. <laughs> he then signals to his players the pertinent information, at which point they signal the pertinent information to all their 11 players, say, on defense. And um, they immediately. A pounce and stuff the play. Yeah. And all that is when you consider that all these teams play spring football against each other and camp against each other uh, without any of that silliness um, uh, and do it quite effectively, and their defenses, even though they get cued in on a couple things, I mean, it's, I mean, it's utterly ridiculous. And um, it's, it's utterly ridiculous. And, uh, and grown and experienced and 
Otherwise, very intelligent people are doing this <laughs> constantly. Yeah, it, it, it just it it's uh, an insane level of paranoia. And you're right. I mean, you would have to know what he's Sh- saying and then have their exact play call sheet to know. It's literally playing charades with your neighbors, but you're standing outside their window just watching <laughs> from afar. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Well, it, it, now coaches, we as coaches, we are paranoid people. That's indisputable, <laughs> and that's that's just a fact. But um, yeah, there's a point where it gets a little over the top. Well, and and you famously use that paranoia to your advantage, where you where you drop the uh, fake play sheet before the uh, Red River Shootout, and then they you know they sucked up your play sheet, and then. Uh, you guys uh, ended up jumping out to a big lead. Well, that's the problem with stealing information. It's yeah. only useful if it's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, and then you got to execute what you see. You know, if it's too big of a distraction to decipher it and to deliver the message, you're probably better off just playing your base stuff. Yeah, uh, Coach Leach, I've been seeing you uh, posing with the bulldog. I know. Uh, you know, now you're Mississippi State Bulldog. How does your bulldog match up with the rest of the SEC mascot? Seems like it could have its hands full. You're going up against tigers, an elephant, a gator. I, I think I got you over the razor back, but it seems like the <laughs> the bulldog has his hands full. How how would you rank the bulldog and the SEC mascots in general? Well, I think the mascots are outstanding. First of all, you have a tiger, which that's a hard one to argue with. <laughs> However, a pack of bulldogs, you know, we we probably have more than one. There'd be a number of them, and tigers are so low. <laughs> An elephant's afraid of a mouse, and we're a bulldog, so I'm going to give the bulldog the benefit of the doubt. I like it. Um, yes, yes. Gators hate dogs. Now, gators hate dogs, and I know this for a fact because, um, you know, when I used to live in Val- Valdosta, Georgia, and I- I'd like to know more about this, but you know, gators are ambivalent about people. They kind of ignore them. And I've been out there fishing when there's gators around, or even on golf courses, they'll get on golf greens and stuff. And they're, they seem pretty ambivalent about people. But, and I don't know if it's because the dog's wiggly or something, because I don't think the food source, it's more hatred. They just hate dogs. Yeah. And guys would get, They'd get treed on top of their pickup by a gator because uh, the gator wanted the dog, you know. And um, the uh, so, but we've got a number of dogs, and gators obviously hate dogs. So we've got to go with the bulldog. Yep. Um, you know, uh, gamecocks. You know, he'll have his razor sharp, be ready to claw, do all that stuff. Got to go with the bulldog again. Uh, uh, George, I'm going to say copied our bulldog, so you got to go with our bulldog. Got to go with the original um, bulldog. Commodore. Auburn, right? uh, Auburn, although it'd be better to fight the the eagle than the the bulldog or than the tiger, probably. We already covered that. Let's see, we got the commodore. Now you might have to dodge some cannon fire. <laughs> he does have a sword, so you got to keep your head on a swivel. But again, a bunch of bulldogs, uh, you know, you know kind of like those wild dogs of Africa. And then uh, let's see the wild cats. Now wild cats are fierce. There's no question about it. Again, I mean, and um, just as a uh, as serious as I could be, got to go with the bulldog. Uh, <laughs> 
who am I leaving out? Oh, Ole Miss, the Rebels. Well, uh, I got, or, well, they're, they're the Bears. What are what is Ole Miss now? Yeah, I think uh, they're the Bears now, but they were the Rebels. I, I'm I'm confused myself. Uh, okay, so the Bears. Um, well, uh, you just uh, well, the dogs left to chase until we tree the bear, <laughs> and then uh, Razorbacks. Uh, you know, uh, you know, oftentimes you use dogs to hunt razor packs and got to go with the dogs. <laughs> uh, you got a different dog uh, over at A and M. Yeah. Like a lassie yeah, dog. but we get, we, yeah, but we have a bulldog. So <laughs> yeah. we have, uh, the junkyard dog then, is going to uh, take care of him. My, my, uh, the Missouri top. I, I didn't realize until you walked me through all this. Three tigers in the SEC. Well, I, that's what makes it a tough conference. You got, uh, three tigers. Think about that as a mascot. Three tigers. Tiger. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, coach, I got to tell you though, I'm really excited to see you in the SEC West. I mean, what what made us all connected was I wrote an article claiming I thought you were the best coach in America back in May. And now I'm delighted to see that. Yes, I know you're 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 in year one, but you're going to be in this conference coaching against you know the Nick Sabans, uh, Ed Orgeron, you know Dan Mullen, you know Kirby Smart. I can't wait to see the air raid against uh, these guys. But how do you feel about being in a conference now with the most elite coaches probably in college football? Well, there's there's great coaches, great teams, great resources, and I. Uh, um, and to be perfectly honest, I guess I've felt that way about every conference I've been in. I mean, um, different conferences will have their favorite coach and, and, um, you know, and, and different coaches will be in different places in their career. But, uh, I can't say that I've ever been in a conference with, uh, bad coaches. You know, you might feel like one fellow's better than the other guy, but it's, it, Every conference I've been in, I felt like had really good coaches. Now you said uh, I, I read an interview recently where you said part of the reason you made the switch from uh, you know Pullman, Washington State to Mississippi State was the was the fear of missing out. Was it was it just the fear of you know coaching in the SEC and coaching a a, a different program, a new opportunity? What what exactly well, were you kind of? We 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 done we'd had some tremendous experiences at Washington. At Washington State, I love Washington State. I always will. Great and I'm very proud of our our, our our players and our coaches and um and everybody I dealt with there. I thought was outstanding. You know, um, the 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 biggest thing was really just a new set of experiences, the opportunity to uh, build again and to have another set of experiences and uh, in a different part of the country. Um, you know, recruiting uh, kids from different places because you learn a lot from the pl- the players you you, re- you recruit and their experiences and their backgrounds, and so um, that's always exciting. And then uh, it put me a little closer to family uh, too. My I got a, a daughter in Atlanta and one in Oklahoma City. But the bigger thing was was you know to check out a different part of the country. Um, you know, do some good things and, uh, uh, and, you know, just kind of a different region with different qualities, different, uh, dynamics and, you know, just, uh, the excitement of that really. 
You, you mentioned the region and you are now moving to a region that is rich with pirate history. You of course are a pirate connoisseur. Do you have a favorite Mississippi river pirate? Well, the, the uh, Mississippi river, it's hard to beat, uh, Jean Lafitte, you know, but, uh, and I've actually been to his bar down there in new Orleans. Um, the it's at the very end of bourbon street. Um, and, but it's supposed to be as uh, an original one that he hung out at. Um, but, uh, yeah, all that stuff throughout the Gulf and there is a lot of history there and I'm excited to check that out. Well, we're, we're excited to see you, uh, in the sec. We're excited to see you coach at Mississippi state. Uh, I appreciate you calling in coach Leach and, uh, yeah, good luck in the off season here and good luck, uh, moving into the 2020 season as the head coach of the Mississippi state bulldogs. Well, thanks so much. And I really appreciate your having me on and look forward to seeing you. All right. For sure. Thanks again, coach. As always appreciate, appreciate coach Leach coming on the podcast. Felt like he said, hang out again. Feel like we could be headed (laughs) to uh, Starkville this fall. And uh, if you guys are thinking about what you're going to be doing this year, your big plans, why not open up your own sports book? (laughs) Huh? Perfect opportunity. Coach Leach was talking about FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. He he was he was worried he was missing out on the opportunity to coach in the SEC. You, the listeners, the viewers, you guys are missing out on a great opportunity to start your own sports book over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. It's pretty easy. You don't really have to like Colby, you don't have to know a ton about websites or computers. <laughs> you just sign up, they get you going with a professional sports book betting site. 24 seven customer support, sharpest lines in the industry, in game mobile. They got it all over at aceperhead.com slash S G P before we uh, shut things down. Colby's here. We are, uh, mm. we are, what is it? 60 days away from March madness. We'll be out there March 18th, almost to exactly the, two months. Yeah. March 18th to uh, March 21st. Be out there. I mean, Thursday, Friday, just hardcore watching a bunch of games Wednesday. We're trying to get an event going. I I'm going back and forth. I think I almost have it secured. Well, well, Hopefully we checked, make an announcement soon. We've checked all the boxes, right? We Sean stacking the money green will be in Vegas. Yes. Ryan real money. Kramer will be in Vegas. We will be out gallivanting and watching college basketball. But what the audience wants to know, what the clients want to know, what the DJ only army wants to know is the database. Oh, I mean, come on. Is the you know, database. You know, I missed the NFL and I missed you guys uh, the Christmas dinner that you wanted to do, but Hey, I will be at March madness. You know, Imagine the a situation things. where your boss says, Hey, come to Vegas. Yeah. And you say, <laughs> no, no, no. We'll pay for everything. Yeah. yeah we're I'm hooking good. you up free meals, free drinks. <laughs> now I gotta, I gotta sit in my apartment. Sorry. Hey, I'm, can't a, do I'm it. a wild card. You can never guess you know, what, what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be awesome. So is that breaking news? It will. Do, do we have breaking oh, news? I mean, yeah. I think the breaking news is Will Nick Velvet oh. making an appearance at, at March Madness? I've talked to him. Uh, he's he's discussed. He, he you know, he's he was in Bora Bora most recently. So uh, he, I think I think he'll be there. You know? can, can we can we have more breaking news, Sean? Uh, sure. Fr- friend of the podcast from from deep in the cave, Dick Olson. Wow, Dick ha- Olson has, appearance has confirmed. Long. 
Cox. He will probably be in Vegas. Okay. We'll see if the logistics work out. So Dick Olson will be there. Cousin Mush. I Cousin heard some Mush rumbling. Confirmed Cousin. in <laughs> the, the whole confirmed, crew. Yeah, uh, the whack pack is showing Decker, up. Is Decker a go? Uh, super fan, Justin San Decker. Diego. Super Chargers. Nice. Not confirmed. Okay. Not confirmed. Cited <laughs> it Ryan McKee. It sounds like he's going. Confirmed. Host. Host of the NBA odds pod. So wow. do we have an Alan Cooley confirmation? Oh. He has been uh, hitting us up, wanting to know what's going down. <laughs> Sounds like Cooley's going to be out there. Maybe that's a Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> Who are do you we most have, excited we, to see? Do we set up Vegas? a meet and greet with Alan Cooley for the DJs only? <laughs> he has yes. his own, yes. his own spinoff. <laughs> he'll be signed. He'll be signing headshots. Oh, nice. So it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome time. Just counting down the days to March madness. Oh man. If you're like me, you're uh, wanting to get in on some March Madness betting action. You can go to PropSwap.com again. They they're available to a ton of states, even if sports gambling may not be legal in your state. But buying over at PropSwap.com could be. Eligibility uh, restrictions apply, but you definitely want to check them out. And if you're one of the states that can buy or sell tickets on PropSwap.com, highly recommend it because you're getting odds at a better price. We talk about this all the time on the podcast and it's common sense. Why would you, why would you bet somewhere at plus plus one twenty five when you can get it at plus one seventy five, plus one fifty? right now it is. It's wild for college basketball. As far as the futures there, they are all over the place. And especially some of these number one seeds that are getting knocked out. If you had one of these teams and you're, if you have a number one, uh, a team like uh, whoever's number one right now to uh, win, that that would be well in the database rankings. It's Baylor. Yeah. In, in reality, it's Gonzaga. Well, if you had yeah. a Baylor Gonzaga ticket, maybe yeah. now is the time to sell because the way things are going, it feels like a big year for the dogs. But maybe to that line, maybe you have a dog that you feel great about, almost as uh, good as a Mississippi State Bulldog. Well, Sean, I don't mean to. Step on the read, no, but over not. at Prop Swap right now, college basketball 2020 championship future on sale. The Mississippi State ticket, Woo. 150 to one for a price of 16 dollars and 64 cents. I almost feel like I need to buy it. They gotta a- make oh. the tournament first. Oh, oh, well, hello, <laughs> hello. Look behind you, Colby. Sometimes signs are there for a That's reason. That's true. That's uh, true, man. Perhaps this is the end. this is going to be the glorious end of the Kramer FML, FML tour. <laughs> I can turn 16 into 2500. That or Justin Fuente going to Baylor. Oh, stop it. Right? Anyway, PropSwap.com. PropSwap.com. Use that promo code SGP. 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. And again, no rollover bonus, nothing like that. It's just straight cash, homie. And even to make it a little more uh, special, use that promo code SGP. Send in a screenshot of you using it and mm-hmm. email that in podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get a free lock dog tease t shirt. So huge opportunity over there at PropSwap. And uh, just a reminder. The winners of the free roll football contest. First place, Amos. Mm. Hit me up. Uh, podcast at Sports Gambling Podcast. A tie for second place, Big Poppin and Gino. Third place, Ben Milken, uh, Milkinovich. He already got paid. So if you're one of those winners, drop us a line. Podcast at Sports Gambling Podcast.com. I'm going to keep this announcement music going because we're proud to announce the college experience will be launching its own iTunes feed. What does that mean for you? The listener, the Danta head, whatever you call yourself. <laughs> it's pretty simple. 
We'll tweet out the link at gambling podcast at the Colby D and uh, yeah, just sign up on the new link. It's going to be its own college experience only feed Dantamaniacs. Dantamaniacs. <laughs> Make sure you get in there, get your five-star review, five-star rating. And of course, throw some our way as well. The sports gambling <laughs> podcast, the main feed, the feed that keeps this uh, program alive. Uh, we're doing pretty good. 600 and uh, what are we up to? 643 reviews wow. or uh, yeah, 643, five stars. And again, if they're, if they're really strong, we'll kick you some uh, free merch. So stay tuned to that. Honestly, it feels like a lot of these Titans fans need to, to, to be a man. Yeah. Head over to iTunes and leave that review. Cause much like we challenge them to be great, mm. they need to return the favor now. Yes. And I'm going to challenge the fan, Sean. Would you say 600 and what? 643. I expect that number to be a thousand by football season next year. <laughs> That's a good goal. I'm Ryan. challenging. I'm challenging the fans yeah. much like I challenged the Tennessee Titans. And we just got, we just got a new one. I like where this guy's coming from. His name is ped six mm, PED. Yeah. PED. Oh, maybe nice. there's two D's in there. He's done being a freeloader. That's the name of his five star review. Cause there's a lot of freeloaders out there. <laughs> Guys, thanks for the picks. I love your PC conversations. <laughs> Question mark, exclamation point. I got a complaint though. NCAA first half under is the worst bet ever. I tried it one morning, but who wants to spend all day Thursday and Friday of the tournament paying by every three point try? And then he did an emoji face. A better bet is straight dogs and collect a handful of drink tickets. Keep up the good work. Yes, this review was helpful. Ryan, of I'll, course, I'll, is still proclaiming the I'll, betting all 32 first half unders of the tournament. 34, because uh, we're going to do the oh, first yeah, four. The, the, the playing uh, game. You know, that's fine. You don't have to join me. I'll happy to bet for you. <laughs> yes, Ryan will be betting for everyone. They'll probably go 18 and 16. Yeah. He'll lose on the VIG. But again, collect those drink tickets. Maybe I'll uh, bet them all and then list them on prop swap. <laughs> now, now, uh, a thousand comments, right? Are, are you going to cut your dick off if you don't get a thousand comments? Well, and and I'm no, a, I think the way I do it is I'm going to cut my dick off if, if we you, get a thousand. <laughs> and oh yeah, so if but you no, want to say not, goodbye I'm, to Ryan's dick, no, give I'm us not, a five. T- I'm not cutting off my. Hold on, all right. I can give up. I can give up Long meat, meat for oral consumption. I'm not giving up my. Meat. Why did Why did you have to say oral consumption? Why couldn't you just said eat? That's so much weirder than oral consumption. I'm, I'm, I'm As playing. If there's any other? I mean, I'm playing with. How the far English are we going to go down this run? I don't uh, know. How far can you go? Down? Well, the, we're the talking real question, about oral consumption. The real question about- is, and I'm looking. You know, part of being a great podcaster, mm. uh, casters, <laughs> I call myself, and I am great because I, I look in the mirror, I break down the game tape, I'm kicking myself. <laughs> We all should be kicking ourselves that we didn't somehow bring up the Mike Vrabel cutting his own dick off to Mike Leach mm. to see if he's willing. Would you be willing to do that for an SEC championship or a national championship? No. We'll have to save no. that uh, for for uh, part two of the uh, conversation or or part four now. Leach has done the show did, three did times. Did you watch any of those John Wayne Bobbitt porns after uh, you no, got his dick what? cut off? <laughs> No, he was he was in. He was I know, but actor. that's not. I'm not interested. I'm, I'm. That's not my Dude, genre. She threw his dick in a yard. Dude, you know I, what I mean? Like, it dro- dro- she drove out into the country and threw his dick in so a field. Like, here, a little bit. Hopefully, about, to grow a new dick. A little bit about me, real money Kramer. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kramer Centric. How did you? How, why did you get a, your promo your Instagram in the Leach conversation? Oh, because I wanted to make sure Coach Leach knew where to yeah. find me. Uh, 
not my genre of porn. Watching porn with guys who previously had their dick cut off. <laughs> I'm not into that genre. Very niche, but I'm not into that. I feel like it's right next to snuff films. Sean, oh, yes, man. let's do. We've let's get uh, out of here. We've done it all. And thank you guys as always for tuning into the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Feel free to go, Fuente. Kramer, let it ride.